Hi, I'm Sally Chum, and welcome to Afro Queer. We're here with Ida Holly Nambi, our producer reporter for the show. Hi, Ida. Hi, Sally. <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. So we dropped our first episode today. How do you feel? Amazing. Amazing. So excited. Go give episode one a listen, subscribe, rate us, all that good stuff. But for now, uh, I'm going to interview you, Sally. So everyone can get to know our host. Oh, well, great. I love being interviewed by you. You're like a master. I mean, I'm no... What's her name? Terry Gross. I'm no Terry Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll see. I'll get there. (laughs) Sally Chum. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Chum, can you tell me about that last name? Chum, yes. Oh, wow. That's That's a really nice question, actually. No one ever asked me about that. They just mispronounce it. All the time. I used to mispronounce it. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, in everyone's defense, it is T-H pronounced cha. Yes, 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 it is. But that's also because it is a Senegalese name, actually. Growing up, I was called Thomas. I was called Thiam. <laughs> I mean, I can answer to literally anything. I'm like, oh, they're talking to me. <laughs> but uh, my dad is, uh, he's from Senegal. He's actually from uh, Matam, which is in the northern part of Senegal. And, you know, a large part of my family is from there as well. Um, so, and my mom is African-American. She's from the South. And so they met and then they had me. So Aww. that's how I have this beautiful name, Chum. Well done, them. <laughs> I thought so. I thought they did a good job. So you grew up in Chicago. So, yeah, I grew up in Chicago. Uh, I was a high school teacher for about eight years. Uh, and while I was a high school teacher, I got very active um, in lots of different social issues, um, immigration, school reform, um, juvenile justice as well, because I taught in detention centers as well. Um, and so it put me in a trajectory uh, around activism and also using media for activism. So, Sally, how did you go from being a high school teacher to being a queer activist living, working all around the African continent? So there was the murder of an activist named Fanny Ann Eddy, um, who was a Sierra Leonean activist, lesbian activist. Um, and she was murdered in Freetown in 2004. Um, and so being a Senegalese lesbian in America... Um, It was the first time I was seeing West African lesbians. I was walking. I think I was picking up uh, some food. (laughs) It was like coming home from work, picking up some food. Um, And I walked into a restaurant and there was a a newspaper stand sort of where they had free, free newspapers. And one of them was the Windy City Times, which is the gay paper, LGBT paper in Chicago. And her picture was on the front cover. And it was like, you know. African lesbian or West African lesbian activist murdered. And I don't know how to explain it. It was one of those moments where, you know, something really um, profound is happening to you, but like everything else is just going on. It's business as usual. And you're like (laughs) sort of walking, knowing that you are not the same person you were, you know, even like 10 minutes ago. And I remember I lived right across the street from where I was. So I walked across the street. I went upstairs And I opened it and I read it again. And I just sat there kind of um, in silence because it was just a moment of um, realization that I was also not alone. So then I researched all I could about her case. And I learned that Fanny Ann Eddy was the founder of the Sierra Leone Lesbian and Gay Association. And that she was only 30 years old when she was killed. Earlier that year, she became the second African lesbian to address the United Nations, advocating for the rights of queer Africans. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. My name is Fanny Eddy, and I'm representing Madri, 
I would like to use this opportunity to bring to your attention the dangers vulnerable groups and individuals face, not only in my beloved country, Sierra Leone, but also throughout Africa. My focus of interest is the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender community, which most African leaders do not like to address. In fact, many African leaders do not want to even acknowledge that we exist. Their denial has it was just a moment of realization that there's something going on. I don't know anything about it. The first person that I'm seeing who's doing this work is, has been murdered in a very horrific way. And what can I do um, as activists, you know, as a storyteller? What can I do to, to help support what's going on on the continent and the diaspora? And a couple years later, uh, I met a woman at a conference in New Orleans. Her name was Natisha Masakoy, and she had been friends with Fannie and Eddie. And I told her that I really wanted to interview her. So I spent the rest of the conference like, okay, I'm going to call this woman. I'm going to go to Canada. I don't know what, what I'm doing. I'm just going to go to Toronto. I'm going to do this thing. And she says later that she didn't even think I was going to show up. So we sat down and then we started having this conversation about um, Fanny and Eddie. I was very connected with Fanny and Eddie, who founded the Sierra Leone Lesbian and Gay Association. The rest of the members of the group were underground. We didn't know who they were. She did a lot of activist work internationally. She spoke at the UN about rights for queer Africans across the continent. And someone broke into the office of the organization and stabbed her and mutilated her body, which had such an enormous impact and really changed my life. I felt my silence enabled her to be murdered in that way. All of our silence enabled her to be murdered in that way. She was so out and so public, and she was out there by herself. And if we were all out there to support us, they'd have to kill all of us. Natisha Masakoy's story aired on public radio in the US. but. Through that, so many people started emailing me. They were like, oh, I have a story I want to I want to share. Um, can you come and, you know, re record my story? Uh, and I didn't really know what I was going to do with the story. Sometimes they would go on public radio. Um, but I realized we had to also create a way to distribute them. How did you go from producing this story to working on the continent? So I received a grant. Um, to travel to the continent to collect stories um, for the first time here. Um, so I traveled to South Africa and then documented um, stories of activists there. Um, and from there, I just kept collecting. So I traveled to West Africa, um, Senegal, Gambia, um, other places in West Africa and to East Africa as well. So then basically I created a, a, a project, an archive, and named it None on Record um, after documenting these stories for about a year and a half. So what happened with Fanny Annity's case? So the man who killed her was a, eventually arrested by the police. Um, and then um, he was, he eventually escaped jail and he was never found. Um, the police decided decided after their investigations that um, it was more of a robbery and not a hate crime. So he had been an employee of the organization. He broke in, you know, stole computers. She happened to be there, and it was a crime of opportunity. So that's what that was the official report from the police. Um, but most of us didn't believe that to be true. So what's the deal with the name, Non on Record? 
there was a priest I uh, interviewed um, in Chicago, actually, who he had received asylum in the U.S. for political reasons, not because he was gay, but he also was gay. Um, and so I'd gone to interview him uh, and I asked him in his, you know, in his indigenous language, were there names for lesbian, gay, bisexual or transgender people? And he said that he had none on record. And I remember thinking that was such an interesting way to answer that question. Um, and also because I was there, I was watching him really try to come up with something. So it was a very long pause. And then he was like, I have none on record. And then he's like, yes, none on record. And it just it just kind of played in my ears, none on record, over and over and over. So finally, when it was time to to, uh, to name the project, I named it None on Record. So since then, None on Record has grown into a African LGBT digital media organization. Um, we have worked with hundreds of activists across the African continent um, to train them on documentation. We produce video series. We produce festivals. We have awesome events and film screenings. I mean, you know. We do cool shit. I know. <laughs> Can I say shit on this podcast? <laughs> we do cool stuff. <laughs> um, and we do it all across the continent. So it's it's amazing what started as one story that was collected in Toronto over 10 years ago. And now we are a media organization that operates in so many countries across the African continent. And now we have this podcast. And now we have Afroqueer Podcast, which is a production of None on Record. Yay! Yeah, I know. It's really exciting. <laughs> So, I have a question to ask you, Ida. Mm-hmm. So, what's gonna what's going on this season? Like, what what do we have in store for the listeners? Of oh my Africa? God, we have so much. Um, I was in South Africa reporting on the history of Pride there. That's our first episode. Check it out. I also spoke to John Trengove, the director of The Wound, about censorship and race. Um, in Botswana, I met the folks from Grinder for Equality, and we talked about how Grinders responding to increasing cases of violence through the app. I caught up with a Zambian queer woman trying to get her family to agree to have a traditional wedding for two women. And I talked to a whole, whole, whole bunch of people about love. Uh, Ida, that sounds really amazing. I am so excited for this season. Um, So the first episode is out now. It's out now. So right after you finish listening to the intro, this introduction, you can now go listen to the first episode. Exactly where you found this episode. Which is where? Uh, Pocket Cast, iTunes, SoundCloud. Not yet Spotify, though, but pretty much everywhere else podcasts are available. Cool. <laughs> and when you go listen to us there, you should rate us. You should give us all the stars that they have to offer. Uh, yeah, review us. Tell your friends about us. Yeah, it's <laughs> fantastic. So this is a really, really exciting season. Thank you, Ida. Thank you, Sally. <laughs> okay, so to play us out of this intro... Here's Maya in the Big Sky with their song Power, which is also our theme song for this season. This episode was produced by myself, Sally Chum, Aida Halinambi, Mae Francis with support from Rachel Wamoto. Afroqueer is a production of None on Record with support from the British Council. Our first episode is out now. Please download, subscribe, rate us, and follow us. Episode two will be out next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>